got a question just before I get into my story for you guys. Um, so two questions, actually. Sorry. I know already messing up, but um, my first question is, do you guys ever have those experiences where it's like it's in the moment you don't necessarily realize it? But it's one of those things that will like traumatize you and have you guessing your life decisions to the point where it's like years and years and years down the road. You like remember that story. Yes. Yes. Okay. This next question isn't going to make sense. Do you guys think that pizza subs are childish? Wow. That So I went straight to my car accident when you, when you, when you asked the first question. No, I mean like, I mean more like nonchalant no because like i mean think about it bare bones it's pepperoni cheese and like marinara sauce yeah but then whatever else you get on top of it like if you just got that yes but yeah. then if you don't get any vegetable i think any sub is a childish sub if you don't get vegetables on it okay yeah ryan what about you um this is a very divisive question i think um i guess what i would say is the, a lot of the people who like the chi- like quote unquote childish pizza or people sorry would get pizza subs because they don't like any other type of sub. So I, I don't know, maybe a little bit, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, if you get a pizza sub, I'm not gonna be like this person's a child. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna double down um, on mine. I don't think I don't think a pizza sub is childish. Okay. I just I just think if you only got just like the meat cheese and the tomato sauce, that's when it's like okay, grow up a little. Let's get some vegetables in yeah, there. Or just get a pizza. If you want a pizza, yeah. just get a okay, pizza. So okay. Then, so well, then, so then that that stems the question. But what is a cheese pizza childish then? Yeah. Yes. Mm. So then a pizza sub would be childish. If yes. you get nothing on it, then sure. But I I would go I would go to your point and say if you get any sub with nothing on it, then I think it's childish. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's with the that. Same vein. Yeah. So cheese, you know what? Cheese pizza is typically on a kid's menu, so yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll yeah. back it. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I don't want a pizza pizza sub shame. You here, should. So pizza well, shame. Well, so I'm glad you don't because my story revolves around that. All right. Let's so hear it, three years ago. Uh, <laughs> oh my! God. Exactly. Back I don't. I don't know why I remembered this today, but um, I think it's because I was thinking that Sub was really good. But I'm not going to shame the place. It wasn't Subway. It was like a one-off place. That's funny enough by STM. And uh, so, anyways, three years ago in the summer, I was working for a pool building company, and we'd pretty much go out for lunch like every day, but my boss like hated going to chain places. It always had to be like one-off places or like, um, he didn't mind like grocery stores or whatever, but he was really weird with going to like chain restaurants or food places. Um, so anyways, we went to this sub place that was really close to one of the sites that we were working. Is it across from red rockets? Yes. Okay. I know. Where the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sewer the place because the sub was actually awesome. Yeah. And after getting, after getting good. to know them, like, the people there are great. Very nice. Yeah. But <laughs> so what happened? You can already tell where this is going, but so the first time we go in there, I uh I ordered a so I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, okay, the menu looks decent, but I saw the pizza sub on there. And at Subway, I love the pizza sub. Mm-hmm. So 
uh the owner is like he's he's a gruff guy like he's a he's a kind of but so my boss knew him because he had been there like so many times so they know each other they're friendly um so i order a pizza sub all them get the the three other guys get like normal roast beef and cheese or whatever the heck you want to call it but uh so i order a pizza sub and i i swear to god there was a uh five second pause and five seconds when it's completely silent feels like eternity everyone is just staring at me like i just killed somebody (laughs) so my boss is like what the hell is a pizza sub i'm like it's it's on the menu there it's pretty good it's just like (laughs) cheese pepperoni and marinara and then the guy behind the counter is like I've worked here for like this many years. Like we've had this place open. I have never had one person come in here and order an effing pizza sub. I'm like, whoa, okay. Like it's all right if they roast me, but like I'm literally your customer. Like you can't just say that. So I'm, these guys are just roasting me. And he's like, so the owner's like making my sub and he's like shaking his head going pizza sub. (laughs) And he's like, but, and then he starts going like, you know, if you want, I can I can stop making your sub and you can just go get a slice from uh, next door. And I'm like, <laughs> holy crap, just make the sub. Like, I'm not... He's like, so uh, how old are you? And at, at the time, I was 19. So I'm just like, oh, like I'm 19. And he's like, are you sure? Like, uh, you, you look 19, but I think you're 13. Can I see your ID? <laughs> and this guy's just toasting me. So sure enough, we go back there the next day. And my boss is like, you know what? I'm going to try that pizza sub. My boss tries the pizza sub. He orders it. And the guy behind the counter goes, good choice. Good choice. Oh, no way. I'm like, what (laughs) the? Like, I was so mad. Like, it it certainly would have been funnier if you guys were there. Because, like, I can't even remember all the chirps that were flying at me because they were all just old man chirps. I wonder if they set you up for it. Like his bo- the boss went in like a day before and was like, hey, listen, we're coming here tomorrow. There's this guy here. He looks like he could grow a pretty badass mullet. You'll know which one it is. <laughs> just whatever he orders, just rip him apart. Just make fun of him. Oh, like it was, it was brutal. I was like, holy, I actually don't know if I ever want to come back. But I will say this again, not going to sewer the place, mainly because I don't remember the name fully, but... Not gonna sewer the place because after <laughs> <laughs> after going there a few times, like uh the subs are phenomenal. Um, like they get all their bread from the bakery nice. across the street. So it's like uh and it's also like half the price of Subway. So like it's yeah. the thing, like places like Subway are good, but there's so many like hole in the wall delis that would probably be so much better, but I just don't know where they are. And half the price too. And yeah. half the price. Yeah. Subway has gotten so expensive, it is ridiculous. Yeah. Fifteen dollar so, foot long. That's next time, the price of gas. Holy like smokes. Next time we're feeling like a sub or like a sandwich or something, we should definitely go there. It's a good place. Oh, I do I don't think I've ever been like, you know what I really want right now? A sandwich. It's only out of like necessity. I, I have been like that so many. I love sandwiches. I, 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 yeah. I, I love firehouse. Firehouse yeah. is unbelievable this, for me. But you know what? Though in the in the price versus what you get, like I would honestly say this place this place would probably and that's the thing, I literally haven't gotten from this place since. So I'm being hypocritical, but Yeah, you're traumatized. <laughs> but like I would say in the price to like taste ratio, this place is up there. Oh yeah. Firehouse is great. But it's so expensive. Like it might, 
it might have closed because I saw like some tape on it, but like I don't know if they were just like re- re- renovating or something. Oh, really? I actually wouldn't be surprised if it closed. You know what we They're should do? To their we customers. should all go in there and just all order pizza subs. Yeah, and just get out of solidarity. Absolutely slapped. And then leave them a good review on Yelp. Support a local business. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cage Pump Podcast. We got all the boys with us today. It's Aiden, Brady, Ryan, and myself, Keyshawn. Um, we are, what, two weeks removed now from football? We had last week off. Did we have last week off? No. We recorded last week. Oh, we week. did record last week. We did the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, my brain's mush, obviously, boys. So we got... Uh, we're we're shying away from football probably for a little bit. I'm assuming that we'll take a couple weeks off before things start to really ramp up again for the off season. Uh, but Ryan, I think you're going to be the uh, the the host with the most this episode. Do you want to do you want to take it away and let it, let us know what we're talking about? So thick. Yeah, and I absolutely have what? the most. You absolutely have the most. hundred um, percent. You do. Just FYI, I think uh, I think. Uh, the combines coming up, so we could do an episode that on that in the near future. But yeah, football, football's quite a ways away at this point. True. Um, but today we're going to be talking about media. So for those wanting to listen to Keish, come back next week. Um, <laughs> and I'm signing out. We'll talk about we'll talk about the book of Boba first, and then if we have time after a little bit about Batman, which comes out March third. No, 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 Sorry, that was like the most out of tune Batman theme I've ever heard. No, I... no, 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 um, Bo- bootleg Batman. Oh, <laughs> the Adam West Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Oh, okay. You weren't sorry. changing notes. There was no, there was no tone change. Change. There was just like, like one. I'm pretty note. sure you were like several octaves lower than it it's, should be. It was just N's and A's and no, no other thought. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be like Michael Keaton's Batman that we're gonna see in the upcoming. Batman verse that they're trying to copy Spider Man with. I just yeah. I'm oh just, god. I'm yeah, so I don't want to listen. You're, you're the Batman. You're whatever Batman had nipples on his suit. So that's, yeah. That's I think that was Adam West. Yes. In like I think the two of them spandex. Had one of them wasn't as was more subtle. The one was just like a full on nipple. Oh okay. I think he, like he was rock know. solid. Could cut diamonds all movie long. <laughs> yes. It's a weird. Um, your design, but I guess we'll start with um, Boba. Um, I, I I sort of felt like the Boba Book of Boba was like almost like two different shows, the first half and the second half. And so I guess like the first talking point I had was like if you compare the first half to the second half, like why was it? Why did it feel so different? And did you guys feel the same way? And I don't know, Keish, you haven't seen it, so I assume. I'll just uh, nope. talk to... I'll be, I'll okay. be setting this one up. Yeah, so Aiden and Brady, I don't know if you guys felt the same, but I kind of felt like it was like a two different shows. You want to go You want to go first, Brady? Or... Uh, yeah. Um, you are correct, Ryan, with that assessment. Uh, I think that I liked the show 
and every episode was cool in its own way. I just wish they had a more clear map of what they wanted to do. It's it's kind of like the sequels, but like obviously like the content, like every episode was really good. Um, but similar to the sequels, like they didn't have like a overviewing like this is what we want to do. This is how we're gonna tie them in, and you know we're gonna have an there there seemed not to be a balance of flashbacks and what's happening in the present. And then when Mando came in, there was like I think one or two lines of Boba over the of that he said of dialogue over the two episodes. Um so it just seemed super, super weird the way it was like cut up and like the way they're telling the story. It just seemed really janky the whole time. Uh so I think if they kinda like had like a, in the first episode maybe like it ends with Mando and then like you know like each maybe like each episode they had introduced him more and more and kind of saw what he was doing and kind of like took us through his journey a bit more instead of just like having a full-on Mando episode episode four whatever it was and then five I think it was kind of weird I think also I think they should have not named it Book of Boba Fett and should have been like Star Wars like just like a bounty hunter some kind of bounty hunter title so it's like they could have done like a split between the two and you know easily <clears throat> keep the first few episodes of like how he got out of the sarlacc pit and how he came to rule and all that kind of stuff but after the after we got that original okay yep that's how he did it oh the tuscan raiders saved him and he's part of the tribe after that it got like pretty boring um and i'm like oh, another flashback i don't really care anymore like i don't know i don't think they gave boba a ton to work with so uh yeah aiden i think uh like janky is kind of a really good way to put it because it was like a very good show but it it almost felt like lazy you know what i mean and i mean i th- i feel like the third or fourth episode was like a perfect testament to it being lazy because I just remember the CGI and the effects in it were like so horrible. Like there was that one uh that one droid. I I can't remember what it's called, but like the significance of it doesn't matter. The droid in the desert that was like crawling along the desert and it literally looked like they just like photoshopped it in last second. They were like, "Oh, we want to put this in the shot of the desert." Mm-hmm. And it just looked horrible. Like Oh man, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, this is this is not something they would have done with the Mandalorian. And then sure enough, like um it, like you're right. Like it was just very bizarre the way they like completely cut Boba Fett out of his own show. Mm-hmm. And it's like I know the entire thing is the fact that like Boba Fett's old and stuff and like whatever, but um I almost wish that they would have gone in a completely different direction. And not as much looked at Boba Fett now, but almost focused. If they were like, I'm super, I I know we're going to get to Cad Bane, but I'm super happy they brought Cad Bane into the show. But also at the same time, it's like, I would love to see them like reprise a young Boba Fett being mentored by Cad Bane or something like that. And if it was one or the other, I would love to see that much more than the the book of the Mandalorian. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was it was just a really, it was an all over the place show. It was cool, but it wasn't like satisfying. You know what I mean? Like, I I'd almost like yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, like I, to I, to follow up the Mandalorian with that is kind of like, eh, 
Okay. Yeah, and I think, well, I, I obviously made the talking point, so I have a bunch of stuff to say, but I think it was a little bit surprising, especially since both Dave Filoni and John Favreau um, were both involved. Um, and they're like masterminds at this type of thing, like Clone Wars, Mandalorian, Favreau did Iron Man and everything in the MCU after that. Like they're really good at storytelling. So it's almost, it, it's almost seems like a rare miss by them. Um, I thought the first half of the, sh- like Brady made a really good point. Each episode in itself is really cool, but the series as a whole, there was no, after the first, the second episode, there was not really a cohesive story, which leads me, leads me to believe that the original script they made of like they they had the first two episodes down and then after that they were like we don't really know what what to do from here on out so they kind of just like put some stuff together um the first half of the show was really cohesive i loved the way that they used the back to tank as a as a way to look at in the past like uh because we all wanted to know how we got out of the sarlacc pit we all wanted to know how he survived how he got his armor back and such and such how he came into power because they also made the weird decision of they ended the Mandalorian with a post-credit scene of Boba already sitting on the throne. So we missed the whole part where he retakes it. Um, and so they had to sort of go back and show all of that again. Um, so I like the way they used the back to tank for that. And the back to tank did serve a purpose. So it's not like he was just dreaming um, because he was being healed because uh, like, you know, I, I guess his entire body was like, like just toasted by the twin sons of Tatooine. Um, and the acid. So I really like, I really like that. And then the third episode was like the worst of the worst. Um, it was really bad. The was bad. <laughs> what happened? It was the worst episode. That was, that was the, that was the, that was the uh, Power Rank. Yeah, the Power Ranger gang <laughs> at like the the two mile per hour car chase. <laughs> like, that like so that Boba could have easily outrun with his like jetpack and just destroyed him. Um, that's I just uh, think it was really bad. One one you might this might be one of your talking points, Ryan, but like a thing my biggest gripe with the season was like there was no big bad. Like it was just like the Pike Syndicate, which at no point was I scared of. Like there was yeah. like a bunch of like random mass yeah, yeah. people that weren't good at anything. Um like even at the end, like the very last episode and having the big fight it was just uh boba and mando i'm like they could easily just wipe them all out like yeah and like they had to struggle and blah 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 and then help came in with Freetown or whatever but i'm like <laughs> but his I'm whistling like, birds okay. took out know, just, 50 just one, one one whistling bird they, like, they just there was an infinite amount of the pikes coming in apparently a- apparently yeah, it was a freaking like clone trooper entire army but we like, need we need to uh we need to talk about that for a second how shitty of a name like we we talk about favreau and like how shitty of a name is freetown like and then you get some old bartender that has a blaster that clearly is from many many moons ago yeah who's just lighting people up it's like (laughs) man what are we doing right now like what is going on you're telling me that two like well-trained bounty hunters of the one of the best in the galaxy yeah and it's like they the most they were not doing well but leave it to big bobby joe with his hunting rifle from sloppy joe behind the (laughs) sloppy joe with his rifle from the 20s is gonna come in and just clap out some bikes like 
Or, or like the if, fact that they went up to like they went up to like that spot above them for absolutely no reason and then got obliterated <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure. But oh, when so... the guy zoomed in on them with his monocle. It's also just oh, like... yeah, the only time he ever used it in the show. <laughs> oh, I see you. Okay, well, let, let me rein it in. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I get oh. Sorry, one of my ahead. talking points was was just like talking about some of the episodes in particular because I guess like Nick, my stepbrother, like I talked to him about it because he's really into it as well. And he mm-hmm. said like pretty, pretty good idea. He said, just take away the whole book of Boba and name it something like Tales from Tatooine. Yeah, so that talking about we it. understand <laughs> that, that Boba's not necessarily the main character. Like he has a story. We want to understand why he's the uh the daimyo of mos espa uh now but also um fennec shan's a big character obviously then you have mandalorian coming in which i thought was oh good for the show but why did they bring the rest of mando's baggage into it it was just bizarre for me um but i guess moving through like i don't exactly remember episode by episode but i remember episode five being um Bryce Dallas Howard's episode which was entirely mm-hmm. Mando which I thought was the best episode of the entire season which is mm-hmm. bizarre because it was Boba Fett's show and um yeah. I-, I thought it was like a master class in directing I thought she did an excellent job she should definitely get her own show um for sure yeah, um she, but she, that episode she... was definitely my favorite yeah her her Mando episodes were the best and as well as Deborah Chow's um but and obviously dave but uh her her episode was like very 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 star warsy like it was like the like the definition of star wars uh, and just like all the the world building she had and what what she did and like the you know that one huge one shot where Amanda goes up the elevator he brings like the head of the person in and then goes back like that was all one shot i thought that was really cool and yeah everything um obviously like the episode itself was out of place because like it was like Mandalorian season three all of a sudden, but that's not her fault. She's just directing the episode, but um, that was Favreau and Filoni's idea to kind of put that in there. But what she did with it was amazing. So I think if she didn't already solidify herself to have a movie or her own TV show or just get more episodes in the future, like in Ahsoka's uh, series or something like that, or Andor or whatever TV shows are coming up, um yeah i agree she is definitely someone to keep and then someone to get rid of it would be like robert rodriguez because he directed his his episodes have not been that good and then he did the finale which was also horrible yeah like poorly written mm-hmm. and also poorly directed and like i very, know very poorly executed just everything sure. the choreography the writing like the storytelling so like i'm not just gonna blame him but <clears> like out of all the directors they've had, like Deborah Chow and Bryce and Taika Watiti and uh, Dave and John, like they have a really good. And there's another guy I'm forgetting from um, the other seasons who was really good, but uh, I think he's kind of like the odd one out. Yeah, and um, I guess even moving forward, like I guess I wanted to get Aiden didn't talk about the last one, so I wanted to get his thought. Specifically, the one that came to my mind was, I think, episode seven or like the penultimate, the, the one before the last one. Um, It was like a space Western movie or even just a Western Western movie on Tatooine. And like 
like there's very specific tropes with each episode i just like did you feel that like did you feel like it was a western like they had the showdown and everything like yeah that's how i felt like i definitely felt like they were uh hinting at some different like tropes and stuff and i i thought it was cool like they got it right um i think like the one thing i loved about the entire series is they really paid homage to like the entire star wars like universe like they had they took parts from like everything like uh i'm trying to think of a few like obviously uh max rebo uh the fact Mm -hmm. that he survived pretty crazy pretty funny but um which is actually opening because bosk was on the the uh ship with job of the hut as well so everyone's like mm-hmm. okay if max rebo survived then <laughs> well, well, <laughs> boss should be good but we saw Jabba the hut's guards as well which was funny like it was weird that they got such a big role uh <laughs> <laughs> those guys um i'm trying to think of some they other were the well, MVPs, man. my my favorite one was the fact that like they made the the pikes droids that they had the big droids that were mm-hmm. literally the spotlight of the entire finale so annoying i forget their name scorp scorpenkas or something like that they uh i don't know they were big they, droidicas that's, a, that's what i was just about to say they uh, they were exactly like large droidicas which is kind mm-hmm. of like kind of cool and um, then like the rancor yeah the rancor as well they br- they brought also, back the a lot from like sorry the Nubu Starfighter? Yeah. Um, yes. Okay, that was the big one and that I just completely forgot about. But... So do you think they got the right balance between like bringing stuff back with nostalgia and stuff, or do you think they overdid it in this? Because I think the first two Mando one seasons were like pretty balanced, but I think they might have done a bit too much of just like bringing everything back. I don't, I don't know. I might have to disagree with you there because I think I they... I was asking a question. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are? Oh, okay. I think it was like a bit too much, but like, I was fine I with it. I think they was... did a lot in the sense where it gives older fan, like fans that are like our age or older. Like I feel like anyone that's younger than us wouldn't necessarily understand all the references and stuff. But like when you see the Naboo Starfighter, you're like, oh, that's from yeah. episode one. Yeah. Um, when you see Max Rebo, it's like, oh, hey, that's from like the original trilogy and like... Mm-hmm. You see all this stuff, and then um, obviously they had these. They had a lot of calls to like the comics and stuff that you would only really understand if you watched like Star Wars theories or like yeah. uh, read the comics. Like for example, like Kersantin and his his riff with the uh, what's it called the Trandosians. Trandosians, yeah, like. The thing is, if you're like into the comics and stuff, you understand that uh, Wookiees and Trandoshans hate each other. Trandoshans hunt Wookiees for fun and stuff. So it's like, especially, and the entire thing is that uh, Black Kersantin and Bosk actually fought, which is why Kersantin has that massive scar on his face. So, like, you've got that that PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually from Obi Wan Kenobi um, in the comics. Oh. Um, a Bosk and Chrysanthemum sure? did fight, and they did hate each other. Yeah, I so I saw. Uh, okay, I believe Vader got uh, Chrysanthemum to try and hunt down Lars or Owen. Owen, whoever was in charge of um, Luke at that point. There's also but different yeah, that's, backstories. That's probably, thing. I hope we get to see that. Yeah, they're not. They're the not. Kenobi. 
series. They're not looking exactly at the comics like they're they're using it loosely, I guess. But they're um, they're like winking at it, I guess. But sure, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, um another just again, I don't know if this is a talking point or not. Uh, I wish they uh like introduced those characters a bit more or gave like a bit more history because not every person who watches the show is like has seen all like even all the movies but all the tv shows all the animations all the comics so it's like like yeah i know who cad bane is but to people who don't know them as well it's like who's this random guy who shows up and then he just like bites it the next episode um it's like they didn't yeah, well actually there's, there's no explanation there's no like just you know, like a four minute flashback or even like some expositional dialogue or hint like what he did or because like he knew boba really well obviously and fennec as well and there's a huge history between them all so it's like even though we all know it i would have been totally fine with like just a little explanation or a flashback or like even like boba and them talking to themselves about him just so like I think it would made, you know, they did they did mention the significance of Cad Bane. Like Yeah, I I think they could have done well well I I guess we'll just move cuz this was my next talking point. Like the the one I had was just like feeling as a show as a whole which we kind of talked about. So mine was Cad Bane and like did you like him and um I guess the other part is a lot of people on Twitter and stuff and online don't think he's actually dead. Um because of the beeping sound um at the end they could have very easily not had the beeping sound except they focused in on it. All the other sound went away. Yeah. Um, to me, Cad Bane, he was done well. I, I, you know, there, like someone did like a remastered version of him where he looked more like he was in the clone wars. Um, do I expect him to look exactly like he was in the clone wars? No, he's a lot older now. I think he's like 80 years old, which is like extremely old for his race. Um, so he was like, old old anyway so there's a fair chance he would have been like looking different than the clone wars anyway but Mm -hmm. i mean i liked him i thought that they could have absolutely introduced him better or had some i don't know make it make like everybody feel the gravity of the situation if cad bane is there you had like three of the most terror terrifying like bounty hunters or four on the same planet fighting each other at once and nobody cared like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no yeah, gravity. Like, like, and yeah, like, but like, they might have mentioned something about him, Aiden, but like, it's not even significant enough for me to remember. Like, it wasn't yeah. like a, it wasn't like a, a person who didn't know Cad Bane. After the episode, they couldn't tell me like who he was and yep. like, where he, or like, what's his significance and how he knew Boba before and like the fight they had, which was apparently canonized because Boba had the dent in his helmet from that fight, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which I think was on purpose, um, but they included it. But it's like, yeah, like they didn't, and like, I, I didn't even know what his role was, like how, why he was advocating on the pikes other than just like, oh, he got paid or like, he was just, he just kind of showed up. Yep, that's fine. I'm like, I don't know why he's there. Um, there's no like connection to like a bigger bad. Um, they didn't make him out to be anything cool, you know. Yeah. He's, again, he's old and you know, he's kind of like a guns gunslinger. But like I'm not scared of even though like I know who he is in the show, I wasn't like, oh shit, it's Cad Bane, they're in trouble now. It's like I was never I was like, oh cool, I love him. Yeah. But, and and Cad Bane was mentored Boba, and like they sort of made that felt. They didn't really hit home on that, I don't think. No. And uh, 
just because Cad Bane polished off two older, like, chief of Freetown does not make me scared of him, you know what I mean? <laughs> Who's still alive, too, which I didn't even care. Like, yeah. I didn't even care about No, him. it's like, he yeah. was the He was the fucking, he, I don't know why he was the after credit scene. No. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like oh, shit, oh, shit, there's a scene. Let's go, like. <laughs> it's just fucking... I thought I thought okay so what I originally thought first, in the yeah I at first when he said his back to tank was being used I'm like oh okay it's Chrysanthemum because but he just wasn't his, doing his too ankle well. was the wrong way <laughs> he just he just wasn't he wasn't walking okay but then he has a mango or whatever and he's completely fine but <laughs> I don't know what the hell he ate but I thought it was gonna be no, Cad didn't Bane in the, the mango. Tank. they wouldn't give him one no, he had one. He had. It one, was the. Yeah. It was the. At the very teenage end. mutant ninja Power Ranger that didn't have one. <laughs> oh, I was rooting for them to get shot. I was actively rooting. Wait, I mean, that's like a when whole he did that. When he did that little oh. twist. <laughs> Spy Kids 3D. He like he was, like he was like he was supporting Chrysanthemum because Chrysanthemum was like dead, and then he just like shrugged him off, did like a three sixty no scope. No scope. That was like. <laughs> That was really jumping into the Power Ranger stereotype, like just the the whole yeah. activity there. I was like, "Wow, that was corny." It's, it's like I hate where they're the mods. I think they're called. Yeah. Well, un, other than Thundercat, who is uh, I'm seeing him in concert. He's this the modder, right? Yeah, I'm seeing him He's this summer in Toronto. Modder. So shout out Thundercat. He's one of the, one of one of the bros. But other than him. But he wasn't really a they part were, of like the fighting. No, he's just, he's just no. the guy who does the fixing. So like he gets a pass. He's not in the fucking <laughs> the fuck around gang. The fuck around gang. <laughs> what a poor. So, I want to know whose uh, idea that was. Was that Poloni's idea? Was this I like the Martinez not. sisters well, all the, over? I have again? a talk. Oh. I have a talking point about this. So Aiden, what were your thoughts on Cad Bane and then we'll move on. Cad Bane. Um. Well. Yeah. Okay. So I'll keep it pretty quick. Uh, we talked about how he's like terribly old and how his race doesn't live long anyways, but like, like, let's face it. They didn't do him justice. Um, cause although I wasn't like enormous fan of the clone wars, like, well, okay. I won't say that because the TV show was phenomenal and I actually just started rewatching it from the beginning again because, uh, I watched all the important episodes and a lot of them revolved around Cad Bane, but mm-hmm. For him being the only person that wasn't a Jedi to sneak into the Jedi Temple, like why did I say it like that? Never mind, <laughs> sneak into the Jedi Temple like, like that, uh, like at jams. He, he, oh my gosh, that's he obviously just, he regularly he, killed Jedi. Well, and that's and so. that's the thing, right? So they nerfed him pretty bad, and, and he did both. Like he would do the huts too. So like I like yeah. that he was just like, pay me money, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. So he wasn't like a Sith Lord, kind of like mm-hmm. what Darth Maul became, like which I like. Or like someone like like Revan did that too. Like he's kind of like in the middle, right? I just I he was I have good to... then bad then good again. Yeah, like I like I like characters like that where it's like you can never trust them. It's mm-hmm. just like I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know if they're gonna double back. I don't know if they're gonna like do. It's just like there's yeah. always always a mystery. Like you can never trust them fully. So okay, um, Ryan. Just wondering, is one of your talking points down the line like what we want to see in the future? Because I have an interesting type of yeah that yeah okay. Is. So then we'll, I won't we'll I won't go forward with what I was going to say. But uh, uh, okay. bottom line, I think they nerfed Cad Bane pretty bad. And if he does die, I don't think he's dead. Yeah, me neither. But if he does die, they 
really, really, <laughs> really did some dirty disrespect to him because he could have had a great yeah. storyline, and I fully expect that they will make a Cad Bane Boba show. Like a bounty hunter. Yeah. Like, during, during the sequels. During, yeah, so during the time that Cad Bane was like mentoring Boba, I fully expect them to make like a... Uh, a uh, like yeah. a series or a movie or something, but That'd be cool. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, that's where I'll leave that There's off. No, there was no point yeah. to nerf him anyways, because the like there was no threat. So I don't know why they would nerf him. Like, if anything, yeah, they should have made know. him like more OP than he should have been. If anything, the only there was no bad they guy. had him. The only reason they had them fighting is to like show that Boba was a a warrior. Like that's the the only thing. And yeah, that's I, really I shallow. So. It was barely even a um, fight, too. Like, it just kind of was like a one-minute thing. Which I guess that's what duels are, but still. Yeah, and then uh, my next talking point was, like, we, we talked about the Power Ranger gang. Like, I just don't understand why it was, like, a lot of the show was so cringe. Like, do you guys think it was, like, just Disney, like, imprinting, like, their children's, like, stamp on it? Like, yeah, a, a lot, lot of the of... sequel stuff yeah. was cringy as well, so... A lot of um, there's a ton of like one-liners and metaphors, like you know, like uh, they would just to say a bunch of hybrid, you know, like <clears throat> something, something like you a think... womp rat, like <laughs> they would say. Yeah. Or do you think every, like that? that that's sentence. like the pot calling the kettle black. Um, yeah. but in the weird way that Cad Bane said it, there was really a that, like that was gonna catch on or something. Well, so no, no, no. The the way that Cad Bane said it, Boba actually said that earlier in the show to uh. What's her face? Bo-Katan. Right. Oh, so sorry. Yes, in the Mandalorian. Yeah. No. So. It, yes, you're that, right. It was either Bo-Katan or, or the other chick. Yeah. But, uh, so like I think, I think they tried to do one of those things where it's like, oh, that's a callback, but it's like no one would even remember that because it's know. like, what the heck or did care. you even say? <laughs> like, or care. Like exactly, just go for it. You would only know if you watched a YouTube video. It's like yeah. breaking down every Easter egg that you yeah. would not, you would never catch. <laughs> it's, like it's by just, like new rock stars. Or it something. was. It's one of those things that like very subtly connects Boba Fett and Cad Bane, but not enough for people to actually like look into it or, as you said, care. No, which is like, and they have to be playing. Like they have to know their audience. Like yeah, they're super nerd fan base. Like. It's not the majority of people watching Book of Boba Fett. Like, you just got to go to the average Star Wars fan. And you have to assume they've just they've seen the movies. You know, yeah. let's just say that. Or like, but you have tons of people tuning in for like Grogu, like my girlfriend. Like it's like she's watched all the Mandalorian and everything because it's like Grogu was this whole. It was a pop culture thing, super popular, and like it made a lot of people just want to watch the show so that they're up yeah. to date with like who Baby Yoda is and stuff like that. So it's like. But she's also seen on the movie, so it helps. But like, um, you have to pander to that, <laughs> to that audience a ton. But that doesn't mean make the show stupid and cringy. Like you still have yeah. a very good Star Wars thing, which is you know, well, and like that's it, it's I, just like, sorry, go it ahead, feels right? so out of place because they they make this Power Ranger gang or whatever, and they make their colorful like Vespas, which like do not fit in with like the vibe of the show or Tatooine as a whole. Like it just feels like that was a very clear, like almost baby Yoda thing where like children will want to buy their like figures as like as toys or whatever. Like I don't know. It just it feels super out of place, cringy. 
yeah, and we we didn't know anything, but they made no effort to want us to like them. And I was, usually they do that when they're going to kill people off, right? And then they just never died. I was actually just about to mention, like, I feel like it was low key one of those like, uh, like Baby Yoda type situations where it's like Baby Yoda was so unbelievably successful that they just tried to bring some random group in, and they like they really thought they did something there. But like it they was really so, thought it was so half-assed. Like they were in that one episode with Boba Fett, and they came back for the end. But like, I don't even like. I they don't just, know a single name. They, they wanted, barely had dialogue. They, they wanted angsty teens that fight against the machine to feel loved. Yeah, like a bunch of so random, like. But and they also oh, turned. They turned like they're kind of like kind of like just rogue doing their own thing and. They're like, okay, yeah, like we'll we'll be we'll be your bodyguards for life now. SpongeBob, me boy, money, money, money. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys, who the like, fuck? I thought that they could have done something really cool with them, um, where <laughs> not, you, you guys remember the like Dark Knight? <laughs> no, do you remember? You guys remember the Dark Knight when like the Joker killed a bunch of people and then he had the minions of the other like crime lord and he said we're having tryouts, broke the pool stick and then yeah. made them fight oh, yeah. to yeah. survive. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if they did that? But like, Boba was like, "We can only That's have so many people." This. So, Chrysanthemum. No, what I'm saying is like, Chrysanthemum oh. and then become oh. part of Boba's gang, like that type of thing. Like, yeah. that okay. actually like, adds to Chrysanthemum's story, shows that he's actually a threat, and then gets rid of like the, the fuck around gang. You know what I mean? Well, like, <laughs> I think I think they just wanted to inch, like they wanted to give like a diverse group of people, like. So it's unfortunate to say, but like Kersantin just joined the fuck around gang. Like he, yeah, he, he is like, now he is now a part of the fuck he's around like the gang. Leader so. He's literally the most hard person in the galaxy, and he he has yeah. not killed the softest, like shittiest, like literally all he out. did was get shot the entire last. Night. He literally didn't kill a single person. <laughs> yeah. He literally just got bodied the entire. You know, episode. Like, you know what bothered shield. me the most? He the fact that it was a fought, dumb plan to start with. Well, that and he fought off all of those like we see him survive so obviously he fought and killed all of the trandoshans but yeah we didn't even get to see that so oh like, i know like what, they just, just ran away can we just actually you know what can we talk about that for a second they're like yeah. so boba fett is supposed to be one of the most like one of the smartest bounty hunters in the entire galaxy and, and he feared, says feared. exactly so but when he makes this plan he decides that he should put like black Kersantin watching the Trandoshans, like the Trandoshan block. It's like, is that not like quite literally just the biggest liability of a situation? Like you hear that and it's like, okay, like obviously something's going to happen. That's where like that Disney child part where it's like, if a kid is watching this, like it might slip by them because they don't understand. But like for an adult watching this, it's like, like that is just so unrealistic. Like they could have put the fuck around gang in there and it would have been okay. Yeah, like it's just like you're putting Yeah, it's like because it's they're clearly very racist towards wookies. Well, well yeah, they enslaved wookies. So well, it's like it's, yeah, it's, I but think he's... you can compare it to that. It's just like putting they're in the middle of a bunch of racist people. Well, cuz he he blew up in a bar and like, well, Oh, I shouldn't say blew up because the the bar got blown up. But yeah. uh, he obviously like literally ripped some Trandoshans to shreds in mm-hmm. a bar, yeah. And just like 
they're just like, yeah, you know what? It'll be okay. I mean, it it kind of ended up being that they attacked him, but like, whatever. Still wasn't a good idea yeah, right. to start. Good job, Boba. Fucking. Well, what's, what's the My fuck around gang going to do anyways? How would they? Were well, they're, they survived. They're, they're watching. I don't know how all of them survived? None of them died. Not even one. Literally because of Fennec. Like that was like the only. Like she came in and also, first of all, Fennec is so overpowered. It's ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Like, Boba didn't even get to kill the people that killed his uh, like his tribe, his um, yeah. his Tuscan tribe. Yeah, like, Boba I was the most useless character throughout the entire series. I, I don't I, like, know. I I gotta say I agree with you on that. Like I I kind of hated that scene. Like she took it was out. it was cool. Yeah, but it's almost like why like. There's no like retribution there. Like Boba also should have been a part of it. Yeah, not to and, mention, but for Fennec got... to stay out of that entire like final battle there and then just show up and mm-hmm. it's like okay, she I soloed them. get it, but why she I... soloed all of everybody at the end? She just Didn't took them all to. out. Yeah, just stealth, um, stealth web them. Another weird or cringe thing that I saw in like I, I did hear this through star wars theory but it's true um he said it was like weird that uh after his assassin after chrysanthemum's assassination attempt on boba that he just strolled out in a in a in like a, a robe like a bathrobe he didn't there was no attempt to get his armor or weapons he just strolled out and like that's when chrysanthemum fell into the pit like it was just so bizarre oh, like yeah, if, yeah. if i was gonna like you'd think if a, if boba was gonna attempt like or have an assassination attempt he would actually like attempt to fight back but like he didn't <laughs> that's true that was I funny don't yeah i don't know i don't know my next think... talking point was um uh just to keep it moving my next talking point was they change directors after every episode um and my overall question is like do you like that or do you think it's bad but for reference they do this for man the mandalorian as well both seasons um i think it does a good job at highlighting different and talented directors like especially Bryce Dallas Howard um who did Boba Fett uh or Book of Boba episode five along with a couple other Mandalorian episodes and she should get her own series as well hopefully and as well as Deborah Chow who's now doing Obi-Wan after a couple Mando episodes Mm -hmm. um but there isn't argument that I've seen a lot online um where uh changing directors after every episode can impact the continuity of like the story um, I guess the biggest example I can give for that is the the sequel trilogy. So you had J.J. Abrams, then you had Ryan Johnson, and then you had J.J. Abrams, and like the story was so out of whack and it made no sense. And obviously, the changing of directors um, really impacted the the entire way that that series progressed, and it could have an impact an impact on how the Book of Boba Fett was handled as well, especially with the different directing styles. So like that especially would not be con- like continuous throughout the season, which could be a reason for why it just felt wrong. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Well, I was just going to say really quickly, like I, I have to really agree with your last point there. I think it does a really good job of outlining like Bryce Dallas Howard. That's her name. The, yeah. Like her episode was phenomenal and it's amazing that she's getting this awesome like praise for that. And it's it's cool if you know who the directors are and who to give that praise to. But the unfortunate thing is that if somebody slacks, 
it shows and it can ruin the entire series because if whoever is directing the finale, which Book of Boba Fett is literally a perfect example of this because it's like you watch the entire season and you have these different directors. Some of them put out these great episodes and other ones are just not so good and it leaves us feeling like, I don't want to say cheated, but almost cheated because it's like this series could have been so much better, but it just like, it just wasn't, it wasn't there. And who knows? It could have been the inconsistencies in the talent of the directors, uh, in the way they wanted to take the story. But there's a lot of different things that could have gone wrong that you can't help but think like if they had one great director take over the entire series and maybe take suggestions or whatever. But, um, I, that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah. I, I watched the, uh, if you haven't already, like one of the, uh, I think after the second, um, Mandalorian season, they had like the, all the behind the scenes of like the different, uh, aspects. There's like one for like, uh, the sets and like the the thing they use in the background. I forget what it's called. The uh, the something like this, the green screen they use, but it's not a green screen. Uh, whatever. Like VFX. Yeah, there's like one on that, and there's one on directors. So they have they have a round table of like the six seven directors, and uh, John and Dave kind of host it, and um, they have all the directors there, and they show each episode and like how who directed it and everything. But like for for a lot of the shows, there was always like a couple of like two, three of them on set. So like let's just say um let's say Bryce was directing, but like John and Dave would be there helping her and then like Taika would be there too or Deborah would be there too. Um so like it I liked it how it's like they were always kind of around each other for each episode, but like one person would get the lead. So it's like they were each they knew what was going on every episode. They saw how the other person was directing. And so they can kind of incorporate that into their their episode, which I think is why Mandalorian kind of seems more more seamless. It's like, oh, like, if it was one director, like if someone told you it was all one director, you'd probably believe it. Um, I don't know if they did that for uh, Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if they like they had all the directors or most of them on every single episode, but like the one was credited because they took the lead. But um, I thought that was a really cool part of uh, Mandalorian. So. I think, I think yeah, it's cool to have different directors, and they all they all bring something different. Like Taika brings something different than Bryce does, obviously, right? And you know, certain people are better at humor, or some people are better at storytelling, or yeah. fighting, and explosions, or history. Or, yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that's another like, point I wanted to 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 get across because some people like I, I've read into it. Some people think that Bryce Dallas Howard is an excellent director, but some of her fighting scenes are a little bit not as good as the other directors and some some of the directors are really good at the fight scenes and bad at the stuff that's like the i guess everything else in the episode so there's strengths and weaknesses it's just you have to find this the, the right balance of where you put what right so um the guy who did the last episode i'm not really sure what went wrong i'm sure it's like the whole <laughs> i i think it's like i don't think it's specifically on the director i think you know, Filoni and Favreau are there, right? Like they they have to know what's going on too. Like it's a story, it's story based as well as um, execution from the director. So I think it was just like a lapse on every level. It must have been, um, 
but yeah, I like having different directors because they bring a different style. That's nice. It keeps everything fresh. And in The Mandalorian, both seasons, it worked perfectly. So you just have to wonder what they did differently for Boba and why it didn't work. Maybe COVID prevented them from having as many people on set. That could definitely be a, a point as well. And I would understand that, right? Because you have to keep the person who's actually directing on, and then you can't afford to have the people that are there trying to trying to get a feel for the whole series as well, the other directors. So I don't know. It could have been like a, a couple of different things, but the, definitely something was off. Yeah, and I think just one one more thing I want to talk about, and we'll talk about Batman for like a little bit, a couple minutes, <laughs> what we're excited for. Uh, um. I think also the last episode was looked even poorer because like the episode before that we got Luke and Grogu and Ahsoka, which we haven't talked about yet, but this is kind of like a huge bombshell episode following Bryce's episode, which is awesome. But yeah, we had a whole episode of Grogu training with Luke and, you know, Ahsoka and talking, Ahsoka talking to Luke and, you know, talking about mentioning Anakin and stuff like that. Like it's, we got a really, really cool episode. And so for that, for like for the finale to follow that, I was like, oh, that that was that was definitely a drop. I actually so uh, I do want to mention something about one thing that would be really cool to see in the future because okay, hold on, hold on, because oh. I, I will do. I have two more talking points, and then like what we want to see moving forward. So I'll, I'll do a rapid fire questions to you guys, and then we'll okay, move on okay. to that. Okay. Yep. Okay, rapid fire. Do we have a Tatooine problem? Does Star Wars have a Tatooine problem? Yes. Uh, yes or no, and just a yes. one line thing. Yeah. Yep. the The Power Rangers did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say yes. There's an entire galaxy, and Star Wars prides itself on being a galaxy wide universe, and yet somehow we only find ourselves on Tatooine every show, and it's going to continue because Obi Wan is also on Tatooine, so mm-hmm. we're not going to leave it anytime soon. I don't like stand. It's coarse and it's rough. It gets everywhere. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, rapid fire two. Are you, would you be excited for season two if it comes? Shout out to Star Wars Theory because they also had this question and I thought it was a really good one. Um, excited? No. Interested? Yes. I think, okay. um, yeah, if, if if they listen to us, like if they bring us on board and listen to our vision, I think uh, I think <laughs> yeah, yes. we're better than Favreau and Filoni. Oh, Honestly, yeah, after after the <laughs> fuck around gag, yeah, like our first thing is this: like have like a two second flashback of them getting bombed <laughs> or a bad motorcycle accident becomes the highest, like, yeah, but the highest only rated TV episode really. ever. But yeah, that's that's the opening scene. Is them if just they like had an little... accident, they would not be harmed whatsoever. They don't they move at some speed. Thundercat would just mod them Have again. Cad Bane come back to life and yeah. bomb them, and it rewrites <laughs> the entire past. Doesn't even matter. But yeah, I think if they if they focus more on Boba and kind of just like stick to him and his past and bounty hunters, or yeah, I think uh, just leave Mando out of it this time. I think, even though I love him, but no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'd be yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say I'm not excited for season two, um, but I'm interested in what they could do because I really like Boba Fett's character. I like Timura Morrison. I like, uh, I think her, uh, her name's Ming-Na Wen, I believe. I believe. Oh, she's she's awesome. She's just a great yeah, person. I thought that she was fantastic, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Um, like her and her and Timur Morrison actually carried the show for the Boba Fett stuff. 
Mm-hmm. I thought um, Fennec Shand was probably the best character out of the series from the Boba Fett side. Um, obviously, there's like Grogu and Mando and, and Luke and stuff and Ahsoka, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I'm talking about just like the core people of the show. But I thought yeah. she was my favorite character for sure. Yeah, she's really cool. Um, yep. And then I know Aiden wants to talk about it. Uh, the, the talking point was what do Filoni and Favreau do from here? Because I know they care immensely about Star Wars because... Well, I mean, you can tell, and they've talked about it before. Um, they put a lot of care into season one and season two of Mando, and um, especially into season five of Book of or episode five of Book of Boba Fett and episode six. Um, there's a lot of uh, things that otherwise seemed concrete from for season three of of uh, Mando, but now with what happened in the Book of Boba Fett, it's a little bit murkier. For example, um, Grogu was taken away from Luke at the end of season two. Um, and then before even season three starts, they're back together. So they were gone for like, what, three days. Um, uh, so I thought a portion of season three would be uh, their journey separate, like being trained by Luke and then um, uh, Mando going off to uh, uh, his home world, um, Mandalore, uh, and then finding each other again during the season. Um, but now that's not possible because they're already back together before season three even starts. And I thought that, having Luke uh, get him at the end of season two and and have him for like three minutes in between seasons feels a little bit shallow and uh, even fan service-y. Um, like what was the whole point of him being there? Like there, nothing even happened. There was no training. And, and even if there was training, Grogu was at the temple longer than Luke was. Um, and so technically Grogu would be better trained than him. So oh, yeah. I don't well, know. I, the one thing is the deep fake was absolutely incredible on Luke. I thought they did a really good job. I just felt that they sort of did a, a sequel trilogy problem where they've changed or altered the story of, of Mando and Grogu now. So yeah, Aiden, go ahead correct. with your point on what you want to see moving forward. I want to see the exact opposite. I want to see Luke and Asajj Ventress clap cheeks, baby. Okay. See, I, I'm not actually i'm i'm actually not kidding though um because what i would like to see happen is them have ben and rewrite the retcon newest tri- yeah. yeah like seriously because in the comics that's what happens luke and asajj ventress have quote unquote ben solo <clears throat> no which that's is not why Taj. that's um that's mary jade are you sure? I thought it was Asajj Ventress. Yeah, so Mara Jade was the Emperor's hand. She was actually on the dark side for a while, um, and then they got together. I remember oh. that, because I looked at the comic book, yeah. So Mara oh, Jade okay. Skywalker, eventually, well, that's not her name, but she marries Luke. And then they have, like, three kids, like Jason, um, or I can't remember the names, but all and- of them basically become Sith Lords, so. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I thought one was, like, a phenomenal pilot or whatever. Uh, well, one might be, you might be right. One might be not force sensitive, which is complete ass because their parents are both like really strong in the force. <laughs> um, but I think at least two of them become really strong Sith Lords. Um, but th- that's all legend stuff. Like that's all comic book stuff. It's not canonized. Um, yeah. So, no, yeah, there's a lot of legends. But there are, are they ever actually... going to retcon the sequels? Probably not. I don't think they will. There are actually uh Disney would be upset. Like there is things about Luke and Asajj Ventress like fighting. 
and it would be cool to see her get introduced somehow. But mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be. Yeah, I love the character. I'd love to see her in why the people they bring back. Well, like that's because of the popularity of like. The funny thing is, the Clone Wars has grown in popularity so much since it's come out, and I think with that, they are gonna start bringing a lot of like, um, well, obviously, so more rebels than anything else. But Thrawn, yeah, that's guaranteed. Well, that's, well, that's gonna be Ahsoka show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's my answer for what I'm looking forward to for Filoni and uh, Favreau going forward because like with Mando, it's like I don't even know what's going on. It's like they had a very happy ending, like Grogu and Mando just cruising the galaxy no cliffhanger or anything um so i don't even know like if are they gonna bring moff gideon back or something I, like i don't know yeah. are they gonna deal with yeah the new the book of boba really devalued the end of season two mando for me yeah it was a good like, what was the it's... point what, what was the point <laughs> like, exactly so, i don't know so i don't know if they're i don't know what they're gonna do there but um i guess like we'll find out who saved grogu from the temple i guess like if they want to bring back someone or if it's just gonna be like a he saved himself or R2D2. Well, Grogu if, was, if it's... is never at the temple now. No, 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 no. The, uh, the Jedi Temple. Why do I keep doing that? What? The Jedi oh. Temple during Order 66. Yeah. Oh, the so origin... you, you mean like, the... oh, okay. Yeah, if like, it's R2, that's going to suck. It was a whole thing about who saved him. It was like, oh, Mace Windu and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, People well, Barris Offie's signature was on the wall. Like her markings were on the wall, so some people think it was Barris. Um, but I believe at that point she was Sith, so I'm not really sure how she would come in. Um, because he, at the he, very he, end of Clone Wars, she became Sith. He could have been taken by a bad person too. That's true. Because the the Emperor might have wanted him. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Ahsoka's show, and because that has a lot set up with like Thrawn. He, obviously, he's casted and coming, and so is uh, Ezra has been casted. So uh, the guy who played Aladdin in the live action there. Oh, really? Sure. Oh, I'm then, excited for that. And the voice actor for Thrawn is his. I think you can look it up. I'm pre- like, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed casting. So um, and they all look. Both of them are really good casting. So obviously for Thrawn, which is the guy who Lars Mikkelsen, uh, obviously very popular. Um, but that that's gonna be a kick-ass show, and and uh, that's gonna be really fun. Yeah, I'm excited for those as well. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Mando. Um, maybe a little bit less excited now. Um, but seeing Mandalore in live action will be really cool because we've never seen it. Um, mm-hmm. Other than when it was being bombed in season... Or episode 5, sorry. Um, we just saw it quickly being bombed by the Empire. Um, but I'm excited for that. Yep, absolutely. Okay, moving on to the Batman... Um, I only have a couple. We can't. We can't. I have a couple. I have a couple. Just things. Are you excited for it? Like, are you guys excited for the Batman? Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was an easy (laughs) question. Um, uh, did you guys like the casting of Robert Pattinson? Because a lot of people did. um, Absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. It's a people. People shit on him for being Twilight, but he's a fantastic actor. Just go watch any movie after Twilight. I also, but like, I also think his role for Twilight is going to help him in bat because, like, it's exactly what he's supposed to be doing. He's just depressed, emo kid. Exactly. Like, he's that's a, literally just he, Bruce Wayne and he's depressed a, emo kid. He's a fantastic 
actor. So I think he's yes. going to nail it. Every every scene they've leaked, well, like they've shown, released, I'll say, um, has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, he's he's taken on put... a very huh. dark take on him. So That's actually one of my talking points. But for the scenes that they've released, I actually don't think that they'll be in the movie. I think that's a I think that's a bait and switch that they do. They've done I it with Marvel so. a lot, where they okay. show you the scene and then it's never in the movie. I think that's gonna be like the they released one that where he was talking to Car Carmine Falcone. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't think that's gonna be in the movie. I I think it's just hype for sure, which I actually like. I I, I don't want to see all the scenes before the movie even comes out in weird orders. So my talking point then was the tone of the movie feels really really dark, much darker than the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, do you think that's a good thing, or do you think we're just going to see like a super emo Batman the entire movie? I think we'll see him grow a bit. Like I think, like I, I think the trailers really haven't revealed much at all. I think, I think he'll really grow. I think it'll just be like a classic Batman. Like you'll see him grow into his own and become, you know, his family's legacy or whatever. And you know, I think he'll struggle a lot with that and get his get his advice from Andy Serkis. But um. I I think the Riddler's gonna fuck him up too. Psychology, uh, sci sci psychologically, psychologically, yeah. I was like, what is going on there? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, psycho, <laughs> just like psychology, psychologically, um, because he does look very scary. Obviously, it's a Zodiac, uh, the Zodiac killer, um, inspiration. Yeah, so that's my that's one of my talking points as well, um. We saw like a really colorful, goofy Riddler from from Jim Carrey, um, and we haven't really seen we haven't really seen a Riddler since, except for in the Gotham TV show. Um, but I, I believe that was done by Corey Michael Smith as Edward Enigma slash the Riddler. He was really good, actually. I he really was. liked him in the Gotham show. Um, but we haven't seen another Riddler on the big screen, like in movies. Um, and this Paul Dano's Riddler, that's who plays him, um, is obviously quite clearly like modeled after the zodiac killer um do you think that's a good change and um do you think that the riddler's a, a good primary villain for a batman movie because he has so many villains out there um that's my question i'm so yes i'm very much excited for them to pull this like darker twist on the riddler because it really hasn't been done before but it's like to match the tone of the movie, they needed to do it. And I think just looking at the costume, looking at the commercials, I think it's really good the way they've done it so far. So I'm excited to see it come to like fruition. Um, but in all honesty, yes, I'm very happy they chose uh, the Riddler and Penguin as well. Colin Farrell. Exactly, because those are two enormous Batman villains. And obviously you've got, the biggest bad the joker but there are hopes and dreams going forward about a uh joaquin phoenix and robert pattinson crossover so yeah i'm glad they kept the joker out of this movie to keep that dream alive because who knows maybe they'll wink at it or maybe they'll shut it down in this movie who knows yeah. but i've seen both rumors like th like i've seen like Todd Phillips saying, like Pattinson and Phoenix will never cross over. I've seen because like both sequels are yeah. like in the talks. The Joker, I think the script is written for the sequel, um, and the Batman sequel is. Uh, They're talking about it today. I saw reports, but um, I, I I've seen everything, so 
Well, it's like because the entire idea behind Joaquin Phoenix's Joker isn't to be in a universe where there's a Batman. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm really but, torn on that idea. I don't even think I want to see Joaquin Phoenix like but that's kind of like but that's kind of where I'm at. Like why would you want to see Joker if there's not even a chance Batman's involved? Right? Like is that well, even I thought the Joker movie was fun? was excellent. Like no, no, there no, was no. no and Batman like, in that movie. No, no, no. I and I agree with you, but it's more one of those things where it's like I like I thought it was a good movie, but like how many Joker movies can they make without batman like or at least the the thought of batman and this one is a joker movie featuring batman not the other way around and i i actually i don't want there to be a sequel to joker i thought that it was like a very like almost perfect movie as a standalone movie and walking phoenix did a really good job and obviously won a bunch of awards it was an excellent movie i don't even want there to be a sequel i don't see why they need to do a sequel i think they're only doing it because the first one did so well um in my eyes i I, like i don't really want to see joaquin phoenix and and him cross over into a batman movie that's just yeah it's hard to turn down a billion dollars which is like what it made like it's hard it's hard for every studio director all the actors like it's hard to say like we made a billion dollars last time and we can do it again so i don't and i think and everyone said they're down as well joaquin todd at first, they're like, oh, that's it. And I'm, then I remember the next year, they're like, yeah, yeah we're going to do a sequel. I'm so surprised yeah, money agreed to do that so, again. Money talks so easy. Like, there's there's no one yeah. in Hollywood you, can, you can't. I, but, like, he, well, he destroyed very, himself. I'll do it again. To do yeah. it. But I'm just saying, because, like, I remember very him. Very famously. Sorry, go ahead. Very famously, Daniel Craig said. Um, he'd never, ever, ever do. He said he'd slit his wrist before he did another bat or a James, James Bond, Bond movie, yeah. and then he did another James Bond movie because they <laughs> threw enough money for them. Way. Or like Harrison, and Ford. you can't you can't even blame him. Like they paid him a, a king's ransom yeah. for the movie, and like, it was yeah. the movie was really good as well. So yeah, um, like if if you give yeah. them twenty million, they'll do it again. Like, like Harrison Ford for Han Solo, he fucking hates Star Wars, and then. But he's yeah. like, hey, do you want to come back as a force ghost? And he's like, what the fuck's a force ghost? <laughs> that's what that's his actual quote. But like, you get fifty yeah. million for a scene, you're gonna say yes. Or like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man, like he said, I'm done. That's it, or whatever. Um, but it's like down the line, it's like, oh, we want you to play a variant or a flashback here. Here's a hundred million dollars. Yeah, you're gonna say yes. It's so the fast. end, and until Daddy wants a a, a yacht, so. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you throw enough money, yeah. they're they're all gonna come back. But speaking of the Joker, my last talking point was okay. was about a Joker because there's a lot of theories on Twitter that they'll introduce a new Joker after Batman like deals with the Riddler and however that happens. Um, they're gonna introduce a new Joker, and a lot of people have been throwing out Barry Keegan's name or Keoghan. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, I think it's Irish. Um, and he was uh, in Eternals. He he was the guy that had the green suit. Um, I can't remember mm-hmm. the names of them. Uh, but he could control minds. Um, yeah. And uh, he's, his name's been thrown out a bunch uh, for unknown reasons, but a lot of people think that he has something to do with a Joker, which I think would be really cool. I thought he was really good in Eternals. Um, I'd enjoy that. My yeah, question, though, is like, do you Druig. even... Druig, yeah, that's right. And he was excellent. In, I thought he was he, one of the better uh, ones. He is casted for the Batman. Oh. So there you go. It's but is that on Wikipedia? There, yeah. 
okay. So, well, I, actually, I do remember that now. His casting is a very, very, um, like non, like non important act, like actor or part at all. Like I looked at it, it's like he was like someone that was involved for one second, and then nothing ever happened in the comics. So people think that they might use that character as a springboard for the Joker because. It really doesn't matter who the Joker was before he becomes the Joker. So they could use yeah. anybody. Like in in the Dark Knight, they gave like three different backstories for the Joker because it never mattered. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, so if he's the new he's Joker, a, I'm I thought, excited. I thought that was like. I think he's a... No, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying I was I'm excited for him because I thought he was really good in Eternals. I, I actually liked him a lot. He's a. Uh... Yeah, he was officially confirmed and is playing. Uh... Stanley Merkel, who was James Gordon's first partner. So it might be like a flashback kind of thing, maybe. Ah. Well. Okay. Yeah, but you're gonna yeah, get that big of an actor that is like in demand right now because of Eternals. He's not but like, like he's not but this is also a super movie and like he's not like an A lister. So I mean, if if he did, I think that would be really cool. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I would I would be a little bit disappointed because I, I think like Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job playing the Joker, but if there is no hopes and no dreams to be had about him and Pattinson ever meeting as Batman and Joker, then I would love to see like a post credit scene giving us uh, a look at the new Joker. And like you hear a lot about, because like Jared Leto was like really upset about how they did him as the Joker. Yeah. Like he was like, I hate it. Like the suicide squad was the worst movie I ever did. I'll never do anything like that again, but he wanted to play the Joker. So well, bad. He did well in uh justice league. So yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's, I, I almost like, I feel like if they gave him a shot at it, then that would be awesome. But I actually don't think they're allowed to hire him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, I, so I my, my, but point, I think he's like question, under contract is, with Marvel Disney. So, um, did you like? Is it a good idea to have another Joker? My opinion is no, but at the same time, I really don't want to see Joaquin Phoenix have his Joker have a Batman because I think he's just better as a standalone thing. And I don't really know if if Robert Pattinson's Bat Batman in his timeline and the way that the two sort of movies feel. I don't know if it would really work well between his Batman and that Joker. Um, yeah, because in, in in a sequel, because in the first in the Joker movie, Bruce Wayne is a kid, so you yeah. have to flash forward twenty years, let's say. So then, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be like fucking. I mean, well, Arthur Fleck is going to be like 50, 60. But the Joker is like old, but also he's yeah, not. Yeah. He's not like normal. Like he's technically genetically modified because of falling into the but in this movie though in joker movie he, he, like yeah we have a, we have but a, I'm, it's a I'm whole not, origin story i'm talking about like i'm talking about like they both get their movie they both get their sequel and then we start seeing some but at that point we're talking 10 real years down the road and that's when joaquin phoenix will be like real 70 years old so yeah um oh. yeah there's there's just not enough time for that so we shall see so is that it, Ryan? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to get a feel for the movie. I'm really excited for it. I they also yeah. hired a really good uh, person to do the uh, music score. 
Um, And I think music is so important in in movies like this. So I'm really excited. It sounds really good from the previews. So yeah, they did a lot of bangers. It was it was released in um, I believe it was Japan, and I looked at some of the reviews, and they're all really good. So I'm excited. The movie or the score? Yeah, the movie. Um, no, the movie as a whole, it was like pre-released in, in Japan. It hasn't been fully released. I think it comes out in like uh, March 10th or something, but a lot of I people would, got to go see it. So I would, I'm not going to say that because it's going to get clipped and shipped. I would pay lots of money to go see that movie. Well, you can wait till my birthday to see it. It's a good birthday gift for me. True. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Oh, I should have, I'll a, pay for, for your day movie. before my ticket, the day before my birthday. We're seeing it advanced. So it's next good. Thursday. Oh, you're going to go see it advanced? Yep, I gotta buy my ticket still. But it's that next? Yeah, it's in a week. One week. I could cry right now. I actually might. And then Moon Knight, March thirtieth. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm I'm excited for Batman and Moon Knight. Need a hug? No, no time for Moon Knight. Don't even start it. We're leaving right now, Ryan. That's okay. okay. I'm done. You did a fantastic job. You did. I like that a lot. Ryan's Ryan's gonna I, be the host for all of our media episodes. I feel, I feel bad because I have to like cut off cut people off to like get to the next point or else. We'll no, no, no. Don't feel bad. Up. With this group you gotta crack the whip. <laughs> in in Black History Month, man, really? Wow. <laughs> that is That's just uh, Power Ranger gang. Big words from Monkey Slush over there. <laughs> <laughs> they really they really need to do something about to get rid of the Power Ranger game. I'll 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 text Dave later. Okay, how about that? Uh, Keish, want to wrap us up? Give you some give you some lines here. I'll wrap you up. Hit, hit your quota. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure I get my paycheck in. Yeah. Um, wrap it and tap. It, uh, what do what do I normally say? Do we have time for the check in? Uh, probably not. We've probably wrapped this one up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, and what are, what are some buzzwords that I can throw in there? Uh, football. Yep. Uh, interview. Um. Uh, uh, sports. Oh, that's one too many. You lost your bonus. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you very much for ris- listening. Listening. Uh, that wasn't even that wasn't even my 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 speech impediment. Um, Ryan, I thought you did a fantastic job hosting. It was wonderful to hear your voice as often or as thank frequently you. as it was uh, portrayed in this episode. Um, Ryan and or Brady and Aiden, you guys were. I know. You know. Yeah, we left some left some room out there for improvement. I just I wanted to try to be like Ryan, just sniff yeah, at the well, opportunity. I, I, I strongly believe I'm the Luscious. fourth best host out of the four of us. I I that's would, just not I true. would disagree with that. Um, <clears throat> but everybody, as long as you guys are all good, um, Brady, you want to hit us with the sign off? Yeah, hey, Ryan, have a have a Star Wars city ready, okay? <laughs> don't say Tatooine. Oh, don't, don't punch you in the face. Yeah. Well, Tatooine's a Tatooine's a whole planet. Yeah. Okay? Oh, a city. Don't say Mos Espa or Mos Eisley. <laughs> Freak oh. Say, say down. <laughs> okay. Say down. Okay. He could have said Gotham as well. By the way. Say Gotham City. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I got May your punts behind down inside the tank. Good night, boys and girls. Uh, let's go. Um, what's the Gotham City team? The, the Rebels. Rebels. Heinz Ward. Yeah, Heinz Ward. <laughs> go Heinz Ward. And stay classy, Underworld of Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs>